Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 288 88 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. <laughs> oh, Slogs, friends, and bucketheads. This is episode 30 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. We're into the we're into the dirty 30s, baby. Dirty and dirty 30. Um oh yeah, and to answer your question there, yeah, uh, 288. I think I've been counting it um incorrectly. Oh no. Because <laughs> there's there's some stuff, especially on the Wikipedia, that's just incorrect information. And uh, I think I've been miscounting them. I think it's been uh, 288 for the past, like, three weeks now. Fuck. Buck. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I feel like the last episode we did, it was 287. So mm -hmm. yeah. this is a surprise to me. I mean, it's so, nice. It's a nice yeah. surprise. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's a surprise it's nonetheless. Good. It's all good. It's all been done. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, Britt, what's up? Not not a whole lot, you know, hanging out, uh, gearing up. I'm going to be going to um, Rhode Island for uh, two weeks. So, um, Have you ever been to Rhode Island before? Uh, let me answer your question with a question. Why the yeah. fuck would anybody go to Rhode Island? That's a really good point. I'm going um, because my like brother that. lives there now. But nice. he, I haven't been there. It, I mean, he, he hasn't lived there before, so... That's the answer to your question. <laughs> uh, what do you got planned? What are you going to do? I mean, obviously uh, hang out with your brother. but Yeah, like, yeah. He's, uh, he's graduating, which is cool. Uh, parents are going to meet up with us there. Uh, I'm leaving on Saturday, and then I think my parents are coming in like later in the week, like Thursday or something like that. So uh, nice. we're just going to you know hang out, watch dumb movies, do stupid food challenges. Um, You're going to hide a bunch of weed and drugs in your butt to take them to... Rhode Island? No, I don't have to put them in my butt, dude. Not anymore. Like I just, I just put them in like a shoe and throw it. Not anymore. And... <laughs> yeah, no. Like, and the thing is, too, I'm um, I'm flying into Boston, and Massachusetts mm -hmm. has legal weed, so I oh, can tight. take all the weed I want because it's legal state to legal state. Awesome. Hey, here's a here's a story. Um, I I remember this story really vividly because it like blew my mind and made me laugh a lot. Mm -hmm. But I remember when you moved from Alaska to Colorado, yeah. and you wanted to bring a bunch of weed with you, so you bought a bunch of weed and you rolled it into joints and you hid the joints in the battery compartment for a dildo to travel with it, or at least that's what that's you told me. Right. I did do that. <laughs> and it worked, right? A hundred percent, yeah. That's like, a what clever gonna, clever solution. What are they going to do? Like, oh, open up that dildo. <laughs> like, yeah, right? They, they're not going to do that. They don't want, you don't want to... No fucking that. TSA person's touching a dildo. Like, yeah. that's that ain't no, happening. They're not paid enough for that. That's gross. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, at least that's what I would say. Indeed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say, so take this job and shove it. <laughs> take this dild and shove it. Hell yeah! I'm a big dild. fan of. I'm a big fan of dild. 
um, in, in reference to a dildo, uh, you know? Yeah. I, li- I like to think that dildo is one of those words that um, the plural is just the same word, like moose. Hmm. Dildo, dildo. And then when you're referring to a singular dild, you can mm. call it a dild. I, I like I, I like die. <laughs> I think that's Dildopolis, fun. actually. Dildopolis is good, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dildonerness. Um, I don't know. What's the Dildonimus Bosch? That's a joke for no one. Um, <laughs> uh, cool. Well, that's rad. Um, I'm stoked for you to go to Rhode Island. Uh, just because that seems like it will be fun. I think so. I'm gonna get some uh, some episodes squared away. Mm-hmm. Enough for us at least through like the 22nd of this month, which will be good. What do you mean of next month? Yeah, no, sorry, next. Well, I mean to the listeners this month. If you're listening to this uh... fresh off the <laughs> fresh off the line, I don't know. There you go. Fresh fresh out of the the oven. The pod. Bucket oven. Oven. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Cool. What's up, dude? <laughs> what What's up with you? I don't know. <laughs> good good did job. I, did I good job, Britt. Uh, I've been thinking a lot mm-hmm. lately about. I'm thinking. Okay, I've been thinking about changing my last name interesting yeah because yeah, like cause, okay yeah yeah because so, yeah well, tell, tell, for tell, the, the, tell for, the listener yeah for the for, <laughs> for the listener um i my last name is hodge hodge is the last name of my biological father who i have never met i'm 32 years old my father has never reached out to me and as a result i'm a little uh mm, let's say not stoked on him um mm-hmm. he seems like a piece of shit and like i just really don't care um and so I've been thinking lately, it's like, it's just kind of a bummer, like a shitty bummer that I have this last name of this person that like, I have no connection to at all. And, uh, I just think like, as I am an adult, I can pick whatever the fuck I want to be right. my last name. So, uh, so Spencer Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the table, baby. <laughs> or Spencer head. <laughs> Spencer Mega Lunch. <laughs> I uh Spencer Mega Lunch uh, head. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh Mega Lunch Dash Head. Get it get a hyphenated last name. Yeah. Um I was thinking like what what if my last name was just Thrash? <laughs> that would rule Spencer it, Thrash. It's very on brand. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> like, I mean how about how about new metal? <laughs> or, or or just biscuit, Spencer oh, biscuit would be sick. That's pretty sick. That's pretty yeah. sick. I like that. Oh, ooh, man. ooh. How about this? How about the leader? So you'd be Spencer the leader. <laughs> uh, or, or just my last name can just be, uh, gifts. <laughs> ooh, yeah, Spencer gifts. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Dean Norris would like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, uh, but that, yeah, that's what that's what's been on my mind. You know, I'm thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. why not? What have I got to lose? I could just do it. True. Fuck my dad. That dude's a piece of shit. Yeah. Hey, if you have a shitty dad like me, mm-hmm. fuck that guy. Like, don't even care about it. 
Yeah. Jerk. Hell yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Hey, Britt, can you hit me with a bucket fact? I can perhaps hit you. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Although Buckethead is usually credited in his albums as the primary guitarist, bassist, sometimes keyboardist, sometimes programmer, sometimes producer, sometimes other things. Um, he wears a lot of hats. He he wears a lot of buckets, really. Um, <laughs> on at least the first several uh, pikes, and perhaps because only the first few pikes were actually physically released, the rest of them um, were digitally released. Uh, he's credited with uh, several other different instruments and things besides guitar, bass, drums, programming, keyboard. Okay. Like what? Um, well, starting actually before the Pikes on uh, the Cuckoo Clocks of Hell, uh, he is credited uh, with taxidermy, embalming, uh-huh. and clock repair. I believe all of those things. <laughs> On um, the first pike, It's Alive, uh, he is credited with feathers and bass. Yeah, I see it. On uh, Underground Chamber, he plays guitars, bass, and shovel. <laughs> nice. Uh, on Balloon Cement, he is not credited with any instruments. Uh, however, he is uh, credited as the replacement slug. Interesting. On Rax, uh, the uh, primary instrument he plays is credited as a bionic fingernail. Yeah, I could see that too. On uh, Slaughterhouse, he's credited with three things. A guitar... Peak mm-hmm. and tear out portions. Okay. And uh, finally, on Albino Slug, he is credited with guitars, bass, and slug decoloration. <laughs> that's that's an interesting role, right yeah. there. Yeah. So that's, I like to hear that. That's all the many instruments and roles Buckethead has played on his uh, his albums. That's pretty cool. What have you credited yourself as on your albums? I I mean I haven't actually credited myself. It's it's just like everything because I do all my stuff. So but what about back in the day? You ever give yourself any weird credits? Not that I can recall now. Okay. You? I remember one time I played guitar on this record by this band we don't need to talk about who the band is um back in like 2013 and i played some guitar on this album and in the liner notes for the album they were like hey you can like whoever you want to thank you know we can give you a little spot because we haven't created that part of the record yet and i was like cool and i was like hmm i can only think of two people to thank so I was just like, cool, yeah, how about those two people? That's cool. And then they like went and got the albums made and everything. And then afterwards, they were like, 
why did you only think two people? Why didn't you thank us? And I was like, wait, what? And they were serious. And I was like, wait, why would I thank you? <laughs> like, And also, like, wait, if this was an issue, why didn't you talk to me about it before you had the fucking albums made? Like, what is happening? <laughs> like, yeah. It was such a weird, like, interaction. <laughs> like, I- I'm not sure if they were fucking with me or not. Like, it was just, it was very weird. Because, like, all of them had, like, these very long, like, thank you sections. Mm-hmm. Like, and mine was just, like, a sentence. <laughs> Did, and like they thought that was really weird, and did, I, I was like, oh, oh, did, "Okay." <laughs> did both of them thank you in their thank you sections? I don't know. I don't they think should, so. Oh well, there you go. There's their answer. That's why you didn't thank them. That's because they're dickheads too. <laughs> I wouldn't say any of those dudes are dickheads, but it was it was a weird it was a weird thing that it was awkward. There were a lot of awkward moments in that band. Like, I remember one time, like, I got in an argument with the drummer. We've since made up. Like, it's fine. But I got in an argument with him one time over email, of all things, because he didn't text. Like, he didn't have, he, like, just was like, I don't text. And so he just, like, never texted anyone. Um, He only, like, called people or emailed people. And so, like, we were talking over email, and we got in an argument. And then, like, he was like, we need to talk. And I was like yeah, I can't talk right now. I got other stuff going on. And then I opened the door to my house to go to the store and he was just like standing in my yard. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what why are you at my house? Fuck? Like, so weird. That's <laughs> weird. It was so hell, weird. That is uh, weird as hell. It, it was very strange. It was how, a strange time. How was your talk? Huh? How was your, oh, how was your talk with, with... It was It was intense, but it was also fine. Like... It was weird, like, that 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 particular person, like, when he got, like, really upset, like, he went through different phases. Like, <clears throat> he would get upset to the point where he would be, like, very, like, if he got upset to the point where he was, like, very, very upset, like, he would get, like, super quiet and, like, serious and, like, really intense in, like, a quiet way. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the way that conversation went down. But then I also saw him, like, pull out a machete and try to, you know threaten some crackheads at some point so like shit he he was a he was a spectrum of a man <laughs> a range like of emotions a, <laughs> like a real person that exists oh, that was a, yeah it was a like the crackhead thing was was a was a situation so like we were playing a show mm-hmm. at a venue in seattle called el corazon i don't remember which show that was to be honest but like we we're playing a show there and before the show had or like during like one of the opening bands or something, it was like before we played, it was like mm-hmm. a while before we played. And there were like around that area of, of downtown Seattle, like there's a there's a like a good amount of like houseless folks that like you know, live around there, transient mm-hmm. folks, stuff like that. And um there were like some some dudes, some like houseless dudes that were hanging out under a bridge nearby and like they it was like right across the street and they uh they were like getting really like agitated and like one of the dudes like had a knife or something and he was like screaming at people and it turned into a situation like a crowd started forming like outside like watching this dude to have a freak out and so like (laughs) the drummer for our band was like fuck this guy and like goes into his truck and of course he carries a a machete in his truck because he's that guy and so he like got his machete out of his truck and was just like like flexing in front of this guy with his machete and we were like oh no you we need to play like you need to put 
the machete away and his girlfriend's like oh no and like we're like no no you no like just let the venue security take care of it it'll be fine like we, we have to play in 40 minutes like let, come on it's 40 <laughs> minutes that's a while man like, yeah so you know oh man playing shows is always a waiting game you're just like sitting around for so long hate it I hate that part of it. Like the playing is fun, but like the waiting around yeah. is just bullshit. Especially when like you're in, in bands with people that like want to hang out with people after the show, and like that's cool sometimes. Like if you also know those people, but if like you don't know any of the people that like your fucking guitar player wants to hang out with after the show, like that shit sucks. Because then mm-hmm. you have to like sit there and wait. You're like, I can't go home till you finish fucking like talking to all these dorks, and like I don't care about this. I want to go home. <laughs> Yeah. And it sucks. So that that's a bad time. But shows yeah, are fun. And I miss them. That actually kind of goes to the point that like um, it's always best to be in a band with like like-minded people as far as like nightlife and stuff goes. Because like yeah, especially yeah. if you're like sharing transportation in any way, like if, if one person wants to party after the show and like you have any members that don't, it's uncomfortable automatically for like everybody. Yeah, or if it's just like, well, I mean, so that could be worked around, right? If you're like, if I was like, yeah, I want to party after the show to that end, like, I this is how we're going to figure it out so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do that if you're enough of an adult, you know what I mean? But like, that's not the easiest thing for every person. So you do end up in those situations where somebody's just like goofing off and you're like, this sucks. Goofing. You're making this bad for everyone. <laughs> Goofing. A straight goofing. Goofing your gherkin. Oh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, goofing your merkin. Now that's a different podcast. It is. Yeah. A merkin lunch. Fuck it, facts. We listened to three more pikes this week. We did. We pikes, did. Pikes 88, 89, and 90. Red Pepper Restaurant, The Time Traveler's Dream, and Listen for the Whisper, respectively. Respectfully, indeed. Uh, yeah, we did. We listened to those pikes. Heck yeah. Pike 88, Red Pepper Pike Restaurant. Yeah. Divided. I like the I like the name of this one quite Me a too. lot. And it's a, like, also no, no tracks on this one. It's just divided into four different levels mm-hmm. so i imagine this is a four-story red pepper restaurant <laughs> i like to imagine that buckethead was just like at a chinese restaurant and he just saw like the red peppers next to like some of the food the indicating spiciness you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it was just like yeah red pepper restaurant <laughs> it was like oh yeah a, a restaurant where literally everything has like a spiciness rating next to it because like yeah. everything there's spicy as fuck yeah that's the vibe yeah i uh i i like i like this album a good bit it was uh it was very interesting and like had a very inventive use of the guitar whammy throughout pedal. the album yeah lots of whammy pedal yeah uh-huh. he, he, he he like more played the whammy pedal as an instrument here than the guitar itself in that like yeah a lot of this album, he's just like literally like scratching either his fingers or a pick against the strings and then using his whammy pedal to create tones. Of which he does pretty creatively. He does. Like, he, there, he does it well. A it's lot like, of sounds here. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and I, I think he, he might have pulled this out a little bit here and there on some of the earlier Pikes, but he hasn't done like a full song of it, much less pretty much a full album of it. And, um, I mean, this is a proof of concept. Like, it's fucking, it's pretty cool. Well, it's almost a full album of this. Almost, the, almost the, and that's why I said almost, because the last song, is, Level 4, is just totally different. Totally it's different, super yeah. mellow, but it's it's also, like, it's a great way, I think, to end the album. It's, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it pulls everything together. It's the rug that pulls the whole room together. It's real nice. Like, the whole thing it is hectic. Nice. And then he just gives you a little piece of Oasis to close the album out. It's real nice. Yeah, yeah, it is nice. Um, yeah, I re- <laughs> one of my notes just says, whammy nonsense, but fun. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's pretty good nonsense. Like, Yeah, yeah, it is good nonsense. It's, it's definitely, like, much more palatable than some of the, like, really, really, like, shred-heavy albums. Mm-hmm. Or some of the, like, funk ones where... It's just like he does like whammy stuff, but it's just like a very familiar feeling, like funk sort of thing. This was a little different, you know. Um, I liked that, and that last song is cool because it's just you know him doing like mellow melodic guitar, which is cool. I, I like I like it when he just changes it up, you know. It's like it's it's also cool when he does like a very like consistent like thought out thing mm-hmm. in a record, which he does do that. Like a lot, but yeah, you know, it's also fun when it's like you're like, oh, this is just gonna be him doing this kind of a thing, and then he's like, nah, I'm just gonna do this instead, right? And, and like, it's like, I mean, oh, cool. Like the the whole album is like very consistent up until that point, and I I actually liked that he broke the consistency because I don't know, like another it, song of that maybe wouldn't have made for the strongest. Exactly, pipe. it would have just been like a little too much, I think. Yeah. Um, I could see but that. No, it was it was it was good. I I enjoyed it this a good. lot. I'd say this is uh, definitely a better than average Pike to explore some new space. It's uh, mm-hmm. not too repetitive. You know, it's got some cool ideas. Some cool ideas for sure. Yeah, it reminded me kind of of uh, some of the earlier Pikes when he was doing a lot more stuff with effects, like mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Pike Two Empty Space or Pike yeah. Four Underground Chamber. Yes, Underground Chamber for sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't really sound like Underground Chamber, but it's like a similar kind of vibe. Right, exactly. It's like uh, effects funk. Yeah. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty cool. Sure, um, yeah. I thought this would be a great soundtrack to a four-story um, Red Pepper restaurant. <laughs> uh, I mean, can't argue there. It's mm. in the name. Can, can, I, can, I, um, can I lay one on you, though? Please, hit me. So it is a four-story concept red pepper restaurant in that there is a, like, a set tasting menu, right? Mm-hmm. And each story is, like, one or two dishes off that menu. Oh. And so you have to progress. Like, the the um, the opening one is going to be just, like, drinks and maybe, like, kind of ap- appetizer-type stuff, you know? Apps. We call them apps around apps. here. Apps, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking maybe just, like... um. You know, crackers with like uh, uh, roasted red peppers and goat cheese. Maybe okay. some some drinks or, or something like that. Stuffed mushrooms. Sorry. Stuffed mushrooms. Uh, or if they're stuffed with red pepper, sure. It doesn't have to be red peppers. It does. This is a red pepper. I told you this is a red pepper restaurant. All right, get out of my mind, right. palace. All right. <laughs> You're, you don't belong here. 
<laughs> if you don't understand what I mean when I say strictly red pepper restaurant, you can get out of my trap house. So <laughs> you, you can you can get straight up the trap, bitch. Straight up the trap. Um, se- second story is going to be more just um, it's going to be like a maybe a red pepper soup with some oh, red pepper okay. finger sandwiches. What's a red pepper finger sandwich? You know, just like some finger sandwiches with maybe a dipping sauce and like the finger sandwiches have like a, you know, maybe some bread, uh, roasted red pepper, a little bit of um, like cream cheese, something like that. Okay. You know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could get behind something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thir- third story is going to be the main course and that's going to be stuffed peppers. Stuffed pe- it's got to be stuffed yeah, peppers, Yeah, it's got to right? be stuffed peppers, Yeah, it's right? got to be. Stuff- oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that and makes then, sense. And then the, <clears throat> when you get to the top, that's going to be dessert, right? Oh, yeah. And that's that's a stuffed pepper, but it's stuffed with ice cream, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to say that. You just wanted to say that the whole time. That, that, was, a, that was a setup for not much of a punchline. <laughs> no, I actually just made that one up. That's the only course I didn't write down. Nice, nice, and nice. So... I mean, you could do red velvet cake, but like in the shape of a pepper. I mean, it would have to be red velvet because red velvet cake is just a um, a devil's food cake. So it's dark chocolate, but then it's colored and flavored slightly with raspberry juice. Sometimes, like, but sometimes also. Well, that's like, what it is traditionally. That's what red velvet cake is. Yeah, but like when you go to like the store, you go to mm-hmm. a Kroger, if you will, or one of their yeah. subsidiaries, you buy a red velvet cake from their bakery. All it is is. It's fucking white cake with food coloring. Like, that's, that's true. It, yeah, their red velvet not, cake is not actually chocolate. Like, so no, like major, like manufactured red velvet cake is. It's literally just like food coloring. Are you sure? I feel like yes. the, the box cake are like actually chocolate. I don't know if it's chocolate. I mean, it might be, but I'm pretty sure it's just food coloring. It's like the biggest lie. Like you hate to see it. Give me that cake update. Give me that. Do is cake one of those words that they they used to refer to cash? No. It's like give me no. the cake, man. What have you been hearing that and you thought it meant cash? <laughs> Please tell me I that's mean, a thing because no. I, I love when people like get um modern like slang twisted and they're like, "Oh, it definitely means that." I'm like, you have, you have no idea what anyone's been saying, have you? <laughs> Dude, people have been sending me memes lately that I don't understand. Wait, that, do you, do you know what cake means, though, in the uh, modern context? That's a, there's a slang? That's a slang yeah, word? Cake, cake is know. definitely a slang. No, I have no idea. Oh, it means, like, booty. What? Or ass. Like, I don't know. It started a while ago with, like, yo, eating that cake. It, it was a thing in hip-hop and whatever, like, eating ass, eating cake. Like <laughs> you say it like those two things go together, but I, 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 don't, I don't fucking know. see the connection. I don't, I don't know. There was someone made the the connection, and it's just been there for the past at least like six months. Cake is meant like booty. Okay. So like whole. Sorry. Like whole. Well, like like you're talking about the butthole. The butthole, but just like booty in general. Like booty is in like the context of used like. Oh, I'm gonna get that booty. Like I'm gonna have sex with that person. Like I'm gonna, oh, get, okay. I'm gonna get that cake. Like means like I'm gonna fuck that oh, person. Like okay. Or right. or All like right. hey, daddy, you want this cake? Means like hey, you want to fuck this? That kind of thing. Like 
All right. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard that. No. Well, I've never seen that used either, actually. That's surprising. Uh, okay. Well, um, you learn something but, oh, new every day. You know what? I learned one recently that like mm. just shattered my mind because I've never seen it before, but apparently it's extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, somebody sent somebody made a reference to this, and I was like, what? And they're like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah. And then they sent me the hashtag for the thing. I'll tell you what the thing is in a second. But then there's like, like millions of posts for this. It's apparently super common thing. But like MCM, Man Crush Monday. Yes, I've are, never are, are heard of that. Are you serious? Before. That that has literally been a hashtag for longer than I've been on Instagram. Probably yeah, for I, like six years now. It's not like, o- not only have I never heard of it, have, I've never seen it. Well, like I've never well, once seen I, that. Have you ever heard of like WCW, like Woman Crush Wednesday, <laughs> uh, or oh, or, you know, thinking... World Championship Wrestling? Brothers? I, I was like, I was like, I know about World Championship Holy Wrestling. Holy Hogan! <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I I have played video games for a long time, sir. <laughs> like, do understand? I know about <laughs> World Championship Wrestling. Um, but no, I've never heard of WCW though. That one I've never seen. Yeah, Woman Crush Wednesday, and then there's also like uh, Man Crush Every Day, Woman Crush Every Day. So what does that mean? I'm still I, like I I looked at the hashtag. I I, I looked at some posts. Which, which I still one? don't like under- Man Crush uh, Monday. Man Crush Monday. What does that mean exactly? Like, I, I don't like, understand it. Every like every Monday, people who like this hashtag will. Will use the excuse that it's Monday to like post a picture of a person that they have a crush on who happens to be male. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's bad. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've never seen anybody do that. Yeah. Has no one Does, ever man crush be... Monday to you? No, definitely not. Oh, I'm sorry, dog. I I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's fine. Like I I don't know. I mean, it's like I, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, like I get around. I fuck like. It's cool, but also, like, I don't take normies, so, like, maybe that's why I'm not seeing that shit? I don't know. Mm. Fair. But, uh, I don't know. Like, even with, like, okay, so I do follow a lot of normies. I have a secret account that I use for work stuff, which you are not allowed to mention on the podcast, and we've talked about this. Um, so, because the whole point of that that is to just follow the people they work with. Like, that's it. And, like, they're, like, the most normie motherfuckers that exist. Here, here, and like, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, like, I mean, <laughs> the people who listen to this podcast, first off, don't care. And second off, <laughs> wait, aren't wait, the somebody, people you work Somebody's with. listening to this podcast? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, you know... I'd be surprised if they even have the internet, you know? I, I feel like yeah, yeah. this is getting, like, bootlegged onto a cassette tape and played, like, in the streets of Bulgaria. That's, that's <laughs> it's like it. protest music against the government. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, they, uh, <laughs> Viva las bucket head! <laughs> get, get, get head, it means a blowjob. We make uh, insults to government. Uh, yes, Vitaly, yes, we... We we make them get head. You know what I say? Yes. And then they be sucking each other's penises. Thank you, thank you, Vitaly. This this tracksuit very warm. It's funny because no one can see this, but you are literally wearing an Adidas tracksuit right now. I am because I am Eastern European, and it also makes this cool frame. It does make a cool frame. I like that. Um. 
That's nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that so that was a learn for me. Um, I, I I I shared a uh, uh, a meme about uh, that Fireflies song by Owl City. You know that song? No. You you do then you do you know that song? Sorry, I I ain't no brown coat like my dad. <laughs> um. Anyways, that was a great description of your red pepper restaurant, Britt. Uh, yeah, wow. So we just got through one album. Great. All right. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, we also listened to Pike 89. The Time Traveler's Dream. Perfect. Uh, it's... um. When was that released? It was uh, released October 28th, 2014, so just four days after a red pepper restaurant. Okay. All right. Um, uh, this... So... Before we talk about this album, somebody in the comments for this one said that this was a reference to Futurama, and I couldn't verify that. Hmm. I don't think it is, but I I could see that also. I bet Buckethead is a fan of Futurama. Yeah, at the same time, like, uh, The Time Traveler's Wife was a a recent movie at that point, right? Mm, Yeah, something like that, probably. That sounds right. So it looks like the, um, yeah, it was a 2009 film. So, I don't know. It could have been that, too. Could be. Or it could just be, like, Buckethead thinking about time travel, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, very true. But it's interesting. Yeah. Think about um, it. If you, if you know that that is actually a Futurama reference, send me a message on Instagram. So, uh, this album is split up into nine different channels. Uh, channel one through nine. Um, and... Honestly, this feels like two different albums to me. Channels one through four um, have like a lot of like clean guitar with a lot of delay, uh, like very harmonic type bass, a lot of synth atmospheres, and some sparse drum backing. Um, starting on channel five, I believe this actually becomes what I would consider Buckethead's first black metal effort. What? What are you talking about? Straight up. Channels 5, 6, 7, and 8 are black metal. I do not see that. Okay, okay. And I'm going to explain this in a way that I I, I think you might understand. So they're black metal very much in the way that um, a lot of the kind of – how do I explain this? A lot of bands that are – described at their core as black metal but are sometimes black metal sometimes not like you know like your alcests your acre cock stuff like that um oh yeah he he embodies all of the things that those bands do have here like he's doing a lot of like very large um like clean dissonant often like bar chords like Given vocals, this would definitely be considered black metal, at least like the second half of the album, except for the last. I song. don't know. I mean, the the last half of it reminded me more of like can I can I can I stuff. We go sorry. ahead. Yeah. Can, can I actually like play this real quick? Like at least yeah. the thing that like made me realize uh, okay. I think this is black metal. Okay. Um. One sec. Hmm.
I get, yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, so, so like here, pause this. Uh, sorry, I can't hear you at all. Yeah. Um, so, you're right in the sense that that does remind me of stuff like Aranzi Pazuzu. Like, mm-hmm. you ever listen to that band? Like, that band's sick as fuck. They're I don't like, think so. They're like psychedelic black. They're not really black metal. They're like psychedelic black metal influenced, like, avant-garde metal. Right, right. And so... I wouldn't say what he's doing here is like strictly black metal. No, but I it's obviously like but not like, but raw like, black metal, but it's it's definitely the, like. But yeah, in the context of something like uh, uh, like psychedelic black metal, or atmospheric black metal, like yes, mm. something like this with black metal vocals over it, yes, right, exactly. Right. Like, like if if could... I went like la, la, for like two seconds yeah. over any of those songs, it would automatically be a black metal song, which is like yeah, you get those really croaky vocals. Like uh, the fucking uh, Inquisition, like, you know, that sort of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Well, Inquisition isn't cool. That guy had child porn on his computer. We don't like Inquisition. It's the Jeffrey Jones black metal. (laughs) What? I don't understand that reference. Jeffrey Jones was the principal on um, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, oh no! He got he got got. I, I believe it. He was a creep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off a lot. Like thinking about that and thinking about that dude. Like, yeah, he's a mega creep. 100%. Yeah, I mean, not not as creepy as Ben Stein, but oh, no Ben one Stein's is. a fucking perv. You know ben... that guy gets up to weird fucking shit. Like, I bet he's into diapers. Hell yeah. <laughs> Win Ben Stein's diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Extort Ben Stein's money because you're a diaper prostitute. <laughs> I support that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, diaper prostitute. Biz. It's our new website. <laughs> um, diaper r slash. Rate rate my diaper picks. Is that right? I think that's right. right. Yeah, and R slash rate my. Di- Have we made those reddits no. yet? No. I mean, they're still available. I but mean, of course they're still available. <laughs> what do you mean, of course? Like some people are into that shit. A lot of people are into that shit. They are. Yeah. We. Oh. Um. But yeah. Uh. Time traveler's wife. Um. Definitely felt like two different albums to me. Uh. I'd okay. really like the second half of the album. First half was fine. Um, so, I mean, we're, we we haven't talked about the, like, the elephant in the room with this album yet. What? So, the last the fact that there's Well, no, the fact that there's, like, weird samples over everything. Yeah. So, like, th- this album is unique in the sense that, like... Okay, so, it, the mu- musically, it, it feels like a pike. Like, there's, there's nothing, like super unique about it you know it's just like it's you Although know the second half is like kind of black metal where yeah, no, he hasn't yeah, really is. yeah he, i guess he hasn't um he hasn't explored this much space in dissonance unless it's just been like absolutely chromatic shredding up until this point in the pikes Sure. I mean, there are definitely some albums like that. That one record that we listened to on the Monty podcast, where uh, it was like there was a lot of Megadeth sounding riffs. That one was also like dissonant in a way. Yeah, it, it, it was, was a, I mean, a different, but it was like, like more speed metally, like chromatic. Yeah. This this one is like intentionally a ton of tritones, yeah, a, tr- yeah. a ton of flatted fifths, which he doesn't necessarily really ever do. 
Yeah, like usually true. the the flattered fifths he does are accidentals and not like actually part of the chord he's playing. Sure, yeah. Oh. Um yeah, but like the weirdest part about this whole album is that like, there's these weird samples of just sounds usually. They're not like voice vocal samples or anything like that or usually of anything that's like you can recognize what it is. It's mm-hmm. just like weird sounds that have a, a ton of reverb. A ton of reverb. And they're they're mixed in a way that they're super present in the mix. Mm-hmm. Like I kept ha- thinking that stuff, weird stuff was happening around me because I was listening to it in headphones at right, work right. Mm-hmm. when I was listening to it. And like I kept thinking like weird shit was happening around me because like the way that it's mixed and like these weird like reverby samples over the music mm-hmm. and like it it may be uncomfortable so in, it, in a lot of it. Like, it, 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 like I'm, I, this isn't a knock against it. It's just a weird fucking album. Right, but it was in, in that way, it was a lot like um, uh, the earlier Pike's uh, Pumpkin Yeah, I was, Pikes. Around, I was reminded yeah. by Pumpkin because, uh, a lot. Yeah, like the it's, sound... like, it's like Pumpkin, but with like music, like actual exactly, music. Exactly, exactly. And I, I yeah. liked that because it, like, it had that yeah. atmosphere that Pumpkin had, but also like an actual like, vision to it and a consistency and actual like you know, musicality to it instead of sounding just like a, you know, kind of a Halloween haunted house album. Yeah. Though, though I feel like it really could be great music for a haunted house. It could actually be really good music for a haunted house. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, it's a weird Pike. I think that I would say this one is probably my favorite of the three. Like this, this week is, this week is interesting. Like there's a, pretty diverse mix of records here and like this one is the weirdest of them it's also the weirdest bike i feel like i've heard in a while um so i would say like to that that is a credit to this album for Mm -hmm. how unique it is um i don't know if i like it but i respect it yeah it's weird um it's weird it it, it has some cool riffs and shit Uh uh-huh um yeah, and then uh, track nine is just like a keyboard melodica. Yeah, it's just like a noise song. Which I'm like, huh, that's that's an interesting way to end it. It's not like as nice as like level four from the previous Pike, where it's like a really cool way to end it. It's just like, huh, that's an interesting choice. It is. It is. Mm. I, I think that this is a very interesting Pike. Definitely not one to be skipped if you are listening to the pikes, like it is, I think it is important. Yeah. Yeah. Th- uh, this is, it's a unique pike for sure. If anything, it, yeah. it's, uh, it's definitely different from the other pikes. Yeah. Definitely different. Um, not my favorite, but different enough that I think it's, it's worth listening to for sure. Yeah. Um, those samples are so weird. Like, they it's are like, pretty it's cool. like sample, they're samples that remind me of like doors closing or like, things scraping along the floor or like things like that. Like it's, or like chains, you know what I mean? Like that's the, that's the, the, those were the, not necessarily the sounds I was hearing, but like Mm -hmm. that's like the mental images that I was seeing. So so haunted housey stuff then. Haunted housey stuff. Yeah. hundred percent. Like that's what it reminded me of a lot. So so you think it'd be good, a good soundtrack to a haunted house? I think it would, but I, you know, I, I think it would also be so. So, <laughs> one one note that I wrote here was like, would be a good soundtrack to CBT, and I was thinking cognitive behavioral therapy, but also cock and ball torture. Hell yeah! I mean, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. I think if there was a sex dungeon in Buckethead Land, like this would be something if, they'd play in this. If dungeon. there was a sex dungeon in Bucketheadland. <laughs> oh yeah. 
There's ah. Speaking of which, I have some interesting things to talk about during our next segment. Okay. Yes. Pike ninety. Listen for the whisper. Released October thirtieth, twenty fourteen. Just two days after the time traveler's dream. Oh shit! What's so? Up? So that's interesting because October thirtieth. That means the next Pike we listen to is Buckethead's 2014 Halloween Pike. Are you ready for this? No. That sounds really intense. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see next week to the listener. But you know, three days for us. Three days for us. Um, <laughs> so listen for the whisper. Mm-hmm. Fine. It's fine. It is long form melodic soloing. It is. It's uh reminds me of some of the earlier pikes, um, except like longer, basically. Yeah. Also reminds me of Pike seventy eight a good amount. Um, the one he did for his mom. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a good it, example. Yeah. It's it's definitely like in the same kind of vein as that. I don't think it's as interesting as that one. I don't also no. think that it's bad. There are some actual really interesting phrasing in it. Like he does some cool like guitar solo-y things here and mm-hmm. there. And there's, there's a couple cool like arpeggios that he plays on guitar as far as like backing tracks and stuff. But um, in general, phew, this one's a little more on the boring end of the pikes, I'd say. See, I, I mean, I, I agree. I do. I do agree. Um, but I would take this over, like, blues rocky stuff, like, almost always. Just because, like, like I said, like, it. you're right. It is on the less interesting end of the pikes. Um, and to that end, you know, he he's doing long-form melodic soloing, and some of that is successful. Like, there were definitely moments in this where I was like, wow, that is a cool little lick that he's playing like that's really neat and like if you're a a dork about guitar like you you'll probably like parts of this a lot and and so there is that it's about what what is expected for this type of pike uh i don't no more no less you know what i mean there but yeah i I do agree on the less interesting end of the bikes yeah the album art is cool though sorry the album art is actually pretty cool. It, it, I it like I like quite. the album art for this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be a good soundtrack to, um, I don't know, like uh, 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 something kind of earlier in the morning, like for, uh, it's a soundtrack for like the prep cooks. Um, oh in, yeah, in, in one you of the know bucket what? Kitchens. That's, that's funny that I like. I was actually thinking something similar, like straight up. <laughs> it it sounds like food prep music. Yeah, it's definitely know. like yeah. It's 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 like fine. It's driving. It's just like nothing, nothing crazy. It's not like line cooking music that's like nuts or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's uh, food prep music. Music food to, prep head, prep head, prep. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Head cook. Mm. Oh, there you go. Head, uh, yeah. Head cook. That makes sense. Bucket. <laughs> Bucket <laughs> chef. Mm, no. No. Okay. Um. Yeah. Hey, uh, Spencer. What's up? Now that we've listened to the Pikes, you want to take a journey with me? 
I want to go on a magic carpet ride, but. Uh, yeah, well, I can show you a void. Statements from the bucket Bucket Well, here we are, Brit, again. Here we're we're we in the we're at the part of the show where we you know we speaking of dark recesses of the internet, mm-hmm. let's uh let's talk about Reddit. No. So we went to R slash Buckethead and mm-hmm. I didn't source a lot of content from there, but we got a we have a little bit from there. And one of the things is a post you might have seen actually. This is a post from today. Okay. Um but it has a drawing here. We're not going to talk about the drawing too much, but it's a very anime-style drawing featuring both Buckethead, a dark Buckethead, and Booth, what is presumably I, I Bootsy Collins. I did see this today. I have a lot of feelings on this. Yeah, it's it's really something. But but that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is the title of the post, um, which says... <laughs> oh, I actually didn't grab the username here so i apologies to whoever made this post um they said i was practicing manga and had this idea and then they're referencing their post to their anime buckethead and they said would you read a manga about buckethead what kind of story do you think it should tell brit you are the only person i need to hear from here so, um, <laughs> what kind of story with the buckethead manga? I have a tell? lot of feelings on this. Uh, first off, the user who did this illustration is a slunk underscore bot. That is a very bucket name. A very bucket name. Um, and based on their um, based on their illustration, I think they have a really good thing going here with their mm-hmm. idea. Like, I love the idea. Of Buckethead versus a dark Buckethead. Yeah, like, like that a Buckethead with a black mask. I fucking love that yeah, idea. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, for for those who are unaware, in the image, the dark Buckethead is like an inverse Buckethead. So he has white mm. hair and a black mask with a black bucket with it, blue lightning bolts. On and it, it looks which is cool. Like a, as a cool fuck. look. It looks it is so a very fucking cool. cool look. And then and then he has like a, a chicken companion, which obviously makes sense to me. He should have like at least a chicken or two who like follow him. And yes. a resource for yes. comic relief. Uh-huh. Um, it also oh, yeah. has a Bootsy Collins. And I think Bootsy should definitely be in here as yeah. just a character named Bootsy, who is like a base wizard who like you don't really know is like super talented or anything. You just think he's super goofy until like he has to like get into this musical fight and then he just like beats the motherfucking shit out of whoever he's going against because Bootsy Collins, as goofy as he is, is legitimately one of the greatest electric bass players of all time yeah like i i have images in my mind of like bootsy as this like wizened like you know older sensei type character he he is like because he he came up like most people don't know that like he came up uh with james brown's band when he was like 19 years old he got accepted into that band and that was like at the time like if you were a black musician that was like the pinnacle of like where you got to you know and uh fucking god damn he's so fucking amazing yeah and then for sure. after that you know his shit with parliament and funkadelic like he's just um like he he like all of like parliament especially was a very bass centric band mm-hmm. and he was all of that all of it 
him and yeah. Bernie Worrell to some degree and George Clinton to some degree, like were the entire backbone of that band. It was crazy. God, yeah. he's so fucking good. Uh, but yeah. So good. Um, and then he's got some other characters who, I don't know, like, I, I think it should definitely take place in Buckethead land, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Know, Buckethead like, is like the, you know, the owner and proprietor of Buckethead land, like so a theme park. Let me pitch something to you. How yeah, about yeah, this? You How about like Buckethead is the guy who runs Buckethead land, right? And But okay. like nobody really knows anything about him, much mm-hmm. like real life. Yeah. And the, the story follows like a young person and a friend who managed to get into Buckethead land and then witness the things that take place there, which involves like them meeting Buckethead, learning things about him and then watching him face off against dark Buckethead. Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry to, to interrupt you here real quick. So, but so in your version, then like Buckethead land is actually like a closed off place. That's not yes. really available to the public. It's just like, yes. it's a, a mythical place and it's like gated up heavily. And they're like, Oh yeah, they say this guy lives there. Like it's this abandoned theme park, and like sometimes the light come, the lights come on late at night, and the rides go off. But like, no one knows if anyone's really riding them. Yeah, so it's like a dark Willy Wonka vibe. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was actually gonna say there should be a lot of Willy Wonka in here because I, I feel like I mean, and he's alluded to it and used like Willy Wonka clips in his stuff before. Uh, he's definitely a Buckethead is very Willy Wonka inspired. And I think a, like a dark Willy Wonka would be a cool vibe for this. But also, like yeah. you know, traditional manga does lead, you know, it, Buckethead is very weebish in a lot of ways, you know. And, and he has a really like striking image. Like that, mm-hmm. that's one thing we don't talk about too much here. But like his presence is really something like it's, he it's cool. has yeah. a very unique look about mm-hmm. him yeah especially once he removed the, like the kfc branding from his bucket and he mm-hmm. just wears the white bucket like yeah. it's a very like classic it's a very iconic look it's really something and like yeah. i think done in like a, a stylized style like something like manga or or just you know traditional comics whatnot you know western style um either way like i think that character looks really cool drawn like yeah so there's a lot you can do visually with that like it's already very visually strong you know yeah like i I, when i saw that post today i actually like got excited a little bit because i'm like this is like seriously if someone did a, a manga like of buckethead i would buy it just on principle yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think I think it would be funny and weird. Like, I'm not gonna like buy it or something like uh, on principle. Like a, a f- you know, I wouldn't like do that with like a Funko Pop or something. And there are like Buckethead Funko Pops. And I'm like, wow, that's I did dumb. not know that, but that doesn't surprise me. That's dumb. That I is don't dumb. want that. Yeah. Fuck Funko Pops. I never want to own a Funko Pop. Did you, did you know that they're made here? They're made in Everett, Washington. Are they? I didn't know Dude, that. Dude, the no. Funko the Funko uh, uh, headquarters is in downtown Everett, Washington. It's I did huge. not know that. Like they you, you a, walk, so the, like you walk by the building, they have like Funkos like coming out of the building, like outside. It's like crazy. <laughs> They're, like giant life size Funkos, like because they have a like a flagship store in uh, downtown LA, like. Right next to like Supreme's flagship store. Okay. Yeah, you get your Supreme, you get your Funko. Hell yeah, yeah. you get your Supreme Funko. uh, Yeah, and it's right next to like fucking um, Golf Wang and like Stoopsie, probably. 
Yeah, like a whole bunch of like fucking like really hype brands and shit from LA. Like mm-hmm. it's right there next to him. And I'm like, what? You know, that's what I think yeah. of when I think hype beast, I think Supreme, but, I think Stussy, I think Funkos. Hell yeah, dude. Um hell yeah. but uh I I doubt they're listening, Funko but, uh, if if they are uh Reddit user Slunk Bot. Fucking follow your dreams, yo. Make make a make a buckethead comic. That would rock. Like, do it, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like like the art looks good. Like yeah. I mean, personally, I would want it to look as not weebish as possible. But I understand that it's manga. You know, it comes with the territory. Yeah. So <laughs> like you know, make it make it good. Make it you. Hell yeah. yeah. That's that's what we want to see. Oh yeah. What else you find on Reddit? Oh, we'll get to that. Uh, we're going to go back to YouTube for a bit. <clears throat> so, um, so we we got a uh, we got somebody we got a couple we got like quite a few comments about uh, Red Pepper Restaurant. People like that title, which I think is understandable. It's a really good mm-hmm. title. Yeah, it's it very is. fun. Um, I, this user, this comment, I kept in mostly just for their username, user sexless sexiness says that title makes me hungry red peppers taste good they they really drew out the o's in good um okay which we agree we already talked about that though you know you can have a restaurant you can make mm-hmm. it good um yep. youtube user Sean Albow or Albo says level 1 spicy jalapeno now he's referencing i think to the names of the songs like level 1 level 2 level mm-hmm. 3 <clears throat> It says level one spicy jalapeno, level two spicy habanero, level three, and they don't say the spicy here. They just say level three, chili pepper, level four, pepper spray to the face, which I don't know if I agree with that because level four is a very chill song. Yeah. So like, I don't really feel like that works, but you know, I like the, the idea here. I like, I respect it. Yeah, I saw that earlier, and I was like, uh, uh, "No, that doesn't really follow the, the 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 flow of the album at all." The way it doesn't really follow the way that BH intended. I don't think so. No, the way that Buck intended. Yeah, Buck, Young Buck. Is that a rapper? Probably. Who cares? I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> I was thinking about Young Jeezy the other day. You ever listen to Young Jeezy? Mm. He has this song called Put On, which came out in like 2007, 2008, something like that. I don't know. And it goes, I, I so. put on for my city, on, on for my city. I put on for my city, no, on, on for my city. And then he goes, and in the background, it's like, I put on. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Uh, Just, what you no, need to know, sound like it's it. really good. Doesn't it's, sound like it. It sounds bad. really good. Like, trust me. Like, no, I would not. love. I would love to see a young Jeezy X Buckethead. Love to see that crossover. That would be dope. Come on, Dan Monty, make it happen. Um. <laughs> so this this was a comment on Pike eighty eight, the time traveler's dream, and uh, user Las Vegas man says three years ago. Need more stoner pikes. I like that he thought that this was a stoner pike. I also thought that when I listened to it. It sounded high. 
Wait, which one? Uh, Time Traveler's Dream. Uh, weird oh, samples. Shit. Okay, okay, I guess that. Yeah, I, I guess that clocks. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Um, we got a response to this one, which I thought was fun. Greg mm-hmm. V says, two years ago, oh, if I had this when I was still zooming and tripping in the 80s, it would have been a hell of a journey with a pair of good headphones and a few hours to melt. Zooming and tripping. Yeah, zooming and tripping in the eighties. That's what that that's what Greg did in the eighties. He zoomed and tripped. God, Greg's a fucking what a legend. Greg Greg's is. A, Greg's a stallion. Greg fucks. So Greg hard. has a mighty cock. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, you probably have an idea. It's uh it's it's regal. I'd say it's very uh, oh, regal. Oh yeah, you would know. You'd know about regal. That's you know for a thing sure. or two about regal cock. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We love we love that, Greg. Thanks for zooming and tripping. I, I like it's interesting that Greg has moved away from zooming and tripping. But I guess that's good. You know, you you go through phases in your life, right? I mean it's been a good like, you know, twenty five years since he's zoomed or tripped. Thirty five years holy Yeah, shit. I was gonna say bro, it's been more than twenty five years God since damn. the eighties. Wow. <laughs> we're old y- now. Yikes. When we were kids it was like twenty years ago. Yeah, you know. It's weird to me because, like, I, I, whenever someone mentions the 90s, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, like 10 years ago. I'm like, oh, no, like 15. Fuck. <laughs> uh, the 90s were more than 15 years ago. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. And that's why I keep. Yep. Did you know that if the Matrix was a human person, it would be old enough to drink alcohol in a bar right now? Yeah, I did know that, actually. Actually, it would be older than 21. I think it would be 22 at this point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Tremendous yikes. Man uh, Wars Warriors of the World will be old enough to drink next year. That's tight. Hell yeah, that's tight. Yeah, it came I out mean, in 01, in, yeah. In Europe, where it's much more popular, I mean, it, it, it's been able to drink for years. That's awesome. Christian Martinez says, one month ago, Monter Talent. They misspelled monster, but I thought no, it was funny. No, 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 they didn't. <laughs> They're referring to Dan Monty and his uh, Monter Talent. Yeah, Dan Monty's Monter Talent. Dot com. Yeah. I'm here Mon- for that. Monter Energy Drink by <laughs> Dan Monty. Dot com. Unleash the beast, baby. Unleash the base, baby. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. It's, it's the, the, the basis only energy drink. <laughs> Dude, we should, is there a picture of Dan Monty on the internet? There's lots of pictures of Dan Monty okay, on the internet. Okay, so for, for merch for the Bucket Cats, check this out. We take Dan Monty's head, or, and we put it on a shirt with the Monster logo, and it says Dan Monster in the Monster font, and on the back it says Unleash the Bass. <laughs> I love everything about this. This is so stupid. This is the most stupid idea. I'm gonna have screen printing stuff now. I can I can not do this. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like this is too stupid, but uh but maybe. It's an idea. The maybe. More, what more else is the one. internet saying? Uh YouTube user. We're familiar with this one. Uh bucket bot. Oh bucket no. bucket bot with B O T B zero T. We'll get to Jordan Vine. Um, 
B zero T. That's correct. Mm. Bucket bot. Cheers. Um, I like bucket B zero T. Positive fella. <laughs> you could say that. Um, they say one year ago, Buckethead is an endless dilemma. One can't simply decide what to share from him. XD. Sometimes I feel like sharing his Wikipedia all day, every day. That might be a bit off. Or not. Sure as hell will not give him the deserved respect. He is truly the condensed form of all musical elements to this day, making them shine as much. I guess this is his form of respect to all the artists before him and nowadays. Fuck I talked too much. I will shut up and silently listen for the whisper. Listen for the whisper, brother. Hell yeah, Bucket brother. Butt, you're a real, uh, real, real, deep, real deep thinker. I agree. Got some deep thoughts about Buckethead. Deep bucket thoughts. Bucket thoughts. Bucket thoughts. Bucket thoughts. Bucket thoughts. Bucket thoughts. Yeah, that's fun. It's I like my favorite internet stuff about Buckethead is just people going on these weird like like stream of consciousness like rambling comments about what Buckethead means to them. Because I've now at this point read so many of those mm-hmm. that they, they have taken on an art all unto their own. Right, and they're all brain. like kind of similar, but they're all different. And like, it's always fun too when people are like, oh, Buckethead is so great, so, so good. Like, he's like <laughs> beyond real, like an alien or an angel. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, he's like, he's so a much good, of that. He's a, yeah. he's a good guitar. He's a, he's a very good musician. Like, it's tremendous but, musician. Like, sometimes the, the rabbit hole just keeps going and going. And I'm like, whoa, I'm not, <laughs> I, I was with you in the first half, but Christ. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, get, get I like some it. Ancient <clears throat> alien shit, bro. But yeah, <laughs> buckets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we gotta make that meme post on the bucket guys you can't oh yeah and I'll just put a fucking bucket on the dude's head too yeah, no, yeah. that's <laughs> easy that's, that's so easy we're great at this we gotta we gotta collab on memes more um, so yeah I've read so many of them and they're so like different like you said but they're they're all also very the same and um, some of them are a little special I, I like the idea of sharing his Wikipedia page every day like I think that what that person meant by that is like post their wik- uh, like the, a link to Buckethead's Wikipedia like on their Facebook every day or something like I'm not exactly sure <laughs> what they mean but like that's cool I guess I mean it would be weird like after the Second time, I think most people just be like, "What is? No, it's this again." Hello, yes, it's <laughs> this again. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's nice. I mean, we always love that. Yeah. You, 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 do you really not have that on your soundboard? No, oh, no, I do. Um, <laughs> okay, I just it's it's on my other soundboard. I have a Mega Lunch soundboard. Uh, oh, okay. All right. All right. That makes that. <laughs> I love that so much. Me too. Uh, all right. Okay. So, I okay. I ended up getting linked through Reddit to a 
an article on ultimate-guitar.com. Um, this article was about Buckethead recording for Guns N' Roses and the supposed stories that happened around that time relating to Buckethead. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read an excerpt from that article, and then we're going to talk about the comments. Um, this one I thought was really interesting because, like we were talking about earlier, Sex Dungeons at Buckethead Land. Buckethead may be a more horny bastard than I had previously thought. I am still not sure. But in the article it said, the guitarist was ultimately harshly scolded by Axl Rose for watching hardcore porn DVDs inside the coop for inspiration. Cool. Like, okay, all right. We There's a few things we need to talk, to, talk about about that. Firstly... Axel Rose scolding someone for watching porn in the recording studio is amazing. Just the idea of that happening or having to happen. Right. Like, I mean, I feel like he's done some way dirty, dirtier dick shit than that. <laughs> but A filthy penis, that one. No, I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't, I, I feel like he's not a burrito dick level type of guy ta- type no. of rock star but he's, he's like, a taco cock <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he's definitely like a chalupa dick type uh-huh. of fella like he's, he's i'm sorry i'm gonna override i think uh <laughs> uh axel rose is a taco cock he's gonna have to be the uh the name of this episode uh. <laughs> right. Um, but like the idea of him being like, like, I, oh, I gotta talk to this weird bucket guy about the porn he's watching in the studio. Like, I mean, <laughs> like imagine he, if if you were Axel Rose in that situation, you're like, oh, my filthy penis, and I have to like tell this man to stop watching porn. But you, you, you know, he like the way he went about it was more like it was. It was a reactionary thing. Like he came in and he's like, "What is the is is he watching porn in here? Hey man, what the fuck are you doing watching porn, man? Like it, it wasn't like uh he didn't come to him oh, like yeah, yeah. I need to see you in my office. Um, so I understand you've been watching um <laughs> uh, how do I put this uh por- pornography? You know, it wasn't a fucking like yeah yeah yeah. He, he didn't <clears throat> he didn't go in there with like a fucking write up or anything like. And then check out this quote. Now, I forgot the the person that this was quoted from. This was somebody, I think it was the manager of mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses or something like that. This person was the last name Z- Zutat. Uh, their last name is Zutat. I, I didn't grab the rest of it. Sorry. Um, what they said, Bucket was pretty despondent. He disappeared for a few days after, after Axel scolded him because he was pretty torn up about it. Shit. Not because he was angry or because he thought he should be able to watch what he wants. I think it was more because of the emotional implications that Axel brought up to him that it wasn't right to be inspired by shit like that. Interesting. Which is really that's that that lends a lot more like gravity to that story and mm-hmm. makes me believe it a lot more because that's like a weirdly deep insight to have about like a made up story, you know what I mean? Like like that if if that's the person like telling that that they were there when that happened or whatever, that's interesting. I don't know, but that makes me think like, hey, 
Bucket fucks, maybe. Maybe. I mean, Bucket's, uh, he's inspired by sexuality, so. Yes. Good. I'm glad that you did that, like, during the fucking podcast. God damn it. In the words of Man of War, strike while the the iron iron is hot. hot. Steel is strongest, so say we all. And if we were not brothers brothers of of metal, metal, would we fall? No. This is so hard over Zoom. We can't. It's like in person we can sing it's, it. Yeah, this it's, is it's, so it's, hard. Yeah, we never sing Man of War over no, the internet. No, that's let's never do that again. Tip. That was yeah. All right, that's, a, else, that's a good title else, too. Never else, sing Man of War over the internet. Um, <clears throat> what else does the internet have to offer us? Today? Okay. All right. Well, after that, uh, we got some comments on that article, um, which is pretty cool. This this comment was pretty good. This is from uh, Ultimate Guitar user Francisco Aguirre. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, who says this was a year ago? Buckethead is basically a real life incarnation of a character that Les Claypool would sing about on a Primus song. And I agree with that, like hundred yeah. percent. Like that's amazing. Yeah, I mean actually. the so like Primus basically has a song, or like Buckethead has a song featuring Les Claypool, uh, called. Buckethead or the Ballad of Buckethead that is like that entirely. Yeah. And it, it just like works because it's it's a natural fit. It's a natural fit. I, I a, love that. I, I and, and like I I've been aware of that for some time. It's just like having somebody put it like that so succinctly, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That's, That's great. Good. That's good. That's, That's good. Trip. Uh possessed guitar player. The guitar player from Possessed plays for Primus. We're just we can't forget that that's real. Yeah, uh, Larry Larry Laronde, I believe, is his name. Possessed. He was, he was possessed like on their two like big albums in the eighties. Mm-hmm. He was the lead guitarist, which is like what? Wait, what? <laughs> that's what? funny because that's how you said it last time. Yeah, I wait, just what? I'm still like, huh. The, I mean, I, I I guess, but like I guess, yeah. I, I just don't see like a point, like a path from point A to point B here. And, yeah, and it was, it's a, like it was an immediate path. He like went from possessed directly to Primus, and he's been with Primus the rest of his life, and that's it. And he's never like played like death metal again, really, or anything. And I'm like, okay, what? It's, yeah, so weird, dude. So weird. It's Super like, weird. I mean, I, like, I, I guess know he's like, of... he, 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 like, I feel like after like playing with Possessed for a little while, he was like not only like tired of metal, but just like music in general. So he's like, I'm going to play something that's not exactly music. And so <laughs> Primus happened. Yeah. Uh, that's, and Primus was born. Primus. We are, uh, we live in a Primus. Um, <laughs> ultimate guitar user Zach2K says a year ago, a guy with an amazing career, definitely top three best lead guitarist for Guns N' Roses, other than Slash and Bumblefoot. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, can I can I write that? Can we? I'm gonna go ahead and edit that one and put it in the next section into bucket jokes because that's. 
That one, that one definitely belongs in there because that's a fucking joke. It's a, it's just a, such a non-statement. Like I was so pleased to read it. I, I had to read it twice. It's one of those things where I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, what the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's he's one of the best lead guitarists out of their three like actual kind of lead. Yeah, guitarists. he's definitely top three, top three. Yeah, yeah. they've and they've had three guitars. I mean, they've had more. So they've had, like, a total of, like, nine, but, like, those are the three that have kind of been the lead lead guitarists who, like, play yeah, yeah. lead on everything, so. Sure, yeah. 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 Pretty good. <clears throat> pretty pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty uh, fun. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Um, and we're going to – hold on one second. We're going to end things uh, mm-hmm. with a return – return from one of our commonly spoken about um buckethead commenters Jordan 69 <laughs> i find your comments so fine i'm gonna make a jordan vine song specifically <laughs> we're gonna have a sub segment every week and i'm gonna make you find a jordan vine fucking comment to yell yeah please Oh, God. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Um, Three years ago, YouTube user Jordan Vine says, I totally agree with you, mate. The state of today's music is so fucking shit that there's not a word for it. So fucking boring. But I will never get bored of Buckethead because for one simple reason, his music is not fucking boring. I don't think it can get boring because it's that fucking phenomenal. I feel that that energy, Jordan Vine. One thumbs up. I wish I had more than one thumb to give. 100%. You know what? I'm going to cut off my other thumb and mail it to Jordan Vine. Just so he knows how many thumbs I really want to give him. Uh, love you for that. Thanks so much, Jordan Vine. 69. Hey, Spencer. What's up, Rip? I've been working on some some yucks. Oh, God. I hear some some funnies. Yep. I guess it. Gets longer every time I hear it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's part of the bucket joke. <clears throat> there's, a, there's a section where I tell jokes. Tell us the joke, Britt. What's, what, what, do you know what the range of a Les Paul is? Uh, 24.75 inches. Nah, it just depends on how far you can throw it. <laughs> that's actually a pretty good joke. What uh, what chord sent Manowar guitarist Carl Logan to jail? B minor. A minor. Oh fuck. What do Eric Clapton and Burnt Coffee have in common? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
Both are fucking intolerable without cream. <laughs> I agree. Oh, is Buckethead like an accomplished gardener? I don't know. He has a variety of hoes. <laughs> What's the difference between Slash and the hatch of a British Vanguard class 14,000 ton submarine? <laughs> I don't know. Top hat? Well, you can shut up the hatch of a British Vanguard class 14 ton submarine. <laughs> Why did Buckethead put a boombox in the oven? Why? He wanted to make some hot tunes. <laughs> he did. That's how he made the pikes. That's how he made pumpkin. Did you know Buckethead's hands have been in the Guinness Book of World Records? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm not sure how else he was supposed to open it up and read it. I hate that joke. <laughs> Did you hear about this new female first dating app for boring guitarists who are in defeat? <laughs> I haven't, but I'm sure there's a market for that. They're uh, they're calling it Bumblefoot. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> wow, that's a reach. <laughs> great, great job. How do you stop Guns N' Roses' worst guitarist from driving? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you slash his tires. <laughs> how, do you, uh, how do you stop their vocalist from driving? I don't know. Well, you break the axle. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. What? We're going to end it with this this one. Uh, why does Indiana Jones hate Slash's snake pit? <laughs> Snakes. Well, because they fucking suck. <laughs> oh, that was a great joke. That was a perfect. Hey, Spencer, you got uh, anything to recommend me? All right. Okay. I do, actually. Mm -hmm. um, it's a TV show. It's a TV show on Amazon Prime Video. It's called Invincible. Okay. It's well, really is, good. Is that good? It's a cartoon, right? It is. <clears throat> but what's interesting about it is that the episodes are 45 minutes long. Okay. And it is based on a comic book series by Robert Kirkman, uh, the guy who created uh, The Walking Dead. Um, it's a long-running comic book series. It's been running, I think it's like over a thousand episodes, or a thousand um, 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 issues by now. Wow. Um, it's It's been out for a very long time, since like, I think um, early to mid-2000s, I think is when it got started. Um, anyways... The show, I don't know how accurate the show is to the comic. Uh, based on like how the show's going, I'm thinking it's probably pretty close because it feels very comic booky and how the story is delivered. But um, it's super, super good. Like I cannot recommend it enough. You should really watch it. I think it's only like seven episodes long, um, but it is awesome. It's so good. Sick. Hell yeah. Sounds sounds neat. 
it's neat as hell. Recommended. Prime, Prime produces some pretty good stuff now. As yeah. much as I hate Amazon and think I, they should yeah, burn I, it to the ground. I, they do make I some decent them. content. But yeah, they they do. They really mm-hmm. do. They're making that Lord of the Rings show. I heard it's cost them, cost them half a billion dollars so far. Do you want to do a podcast about that? Maybe. That would probably be lucrative. We could do it with Monty. He likes Lord of the Rings. That's true. He does. That's a thought. Yeah. Maybe we should. That'd be fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anyways, what do you got to recommend me? So last night I um, was talking with my brother and he uh, mentioned um, recent um, <clears throat> a doc- documentary, I'm going to say, called mm-hmm. uh, Absolute Proof. Uh, by Mike Lindell, the My Pillow uh-huh. Guy. Yes, I've I've heard of this. Uh, my friend watched all of it and then told me about it. And well, it sounds insane. I watched all of it last night. Oh no! Let me tell you about it, <laughs> please. It's some goof troop ass bullshit. Like it's some some thoroughly debunked level ass bullshit. Yeah, just like completely fake levels. nonsense. Like yeah. I mean. Other than the fact that, like, that there are a lot of things, like, in reality mixed into there, like, yeah, a lot of the servers that, like, hold votes are on foreign soil and stuff. Like, the internet's decentralized. That's how it works. And, but they're using that, like, proof, like, oh, they hacked us because they have servers in Germany? Well, we've been hacked. I'm like, what? No. Yeah, like, it's just, like... Boomers don't understand technology, the movie, right? Right, but they do have people <laughs> who kind of somewhat understand technology or, like, work in the field. And, like, one of the main guys they use is fucking hilarious. He is this fucking, like, Don Knotts-ass goofy motherfucker who's like, Well, I've been working in IT all my life, and what i got to say about this is hmm, uh, the cybersecurity, the the white hat missiles were you and I'm I'm just like I, I cannot stop laughing at this guy <laughs> and just how ridiculous he is and like he's this guy who's like he he's always worn like a bow tie even when he was never acquired to. He's that type of oh, guy. I know that type of guy. Oh we all know he's a, a college Republican. Gross. Yeah. But he's like, you know, ninety now. And I'm like, oh my God, you're still a college Republican. Like you still never actually gotten laid, even though you've probably like raped your wife a few times. Whoa! Like you still never really gotten laid in your life. Hate to see it. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. Why did you watch the whole thing? Uh, I don't know. I was talking about it with my brother. I'm like, well, I'm gonna watch that and report back to you on it. That's and, great. Uh, it was. Uh, I don't know. I I I like watching. Um. Complete and utter bullshit. Yeah, conservative media because I like try to like get in their head and like understand what's going on there. And it's uh just a fucking like Mad Max ass wasteland of just like ass wasteland is a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's just like an ass wasteland of just like swampy buttholes you don't want to eat. Like honestly no. I I don't know if I'd eat anyone's butthole who voted for Trump. I just yeah. don't trust that butthole. Like they don't, nah. they don't believe in bidets first and foremost. <clears throat> and uh, you're a believer. 
and take I am it. A true believer now. Yeah. What yeah. do you What do you think of that butthole washer, dude? Pretty yeah. sick, right? Hell, hell yeah. Hell butthole, yeah. Butthole wash one thousand, baby. Yeah, it's pretty good. Feels good. Yeah. It's dog wash maximum, baby. <laughs> Ass wash maximum. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Wait, so are you recommending that I watch Absolute Proof by Mike Lindell? Um, I'm I'm recommending that if uh, you understand Mike Lindell is fucking full of bullshit and you won't take a grain of any of it seriously, listener or you, yeah, watch it and uh, laugh at him because he's a funny, funny clown man that should be laughed at. 100%. And he, like, he, he frames it, it's supposed to be like a documentary, but it's it's framed much more as like a two hours of news commentary much like maybe like a very low budget tucker carlson that is like fucking terribly edited like he will (laughs) they will like literally cut to new segments in the middle of sentences they did it several times and i just like laughed every time do you see uh, the boom do you see the boom at all i don't think i saw the boom um actually well unless you're talking about here comes the boom the kevin james film Oh yeah, in that, which case, that, that is what I'm talking about. I definitely saw that box cover art. I never saw the movie. I don't think I'll ever watch that. <laughs> You're not a Kevin James completionist. No, no maybe you I'm should a be Kevin James secretionist. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a better title for the episode. <laughs> I I just collect his semen. Uh, for for research purposes only. Sure, sure. <laughs> if by mean you, if by that you mean researching the best bubble tea of all time. Oh man, you remember that cookbook, the Cum Cookbook? Yeah. Cooking with Cum. It's called Natural Harvest. Cooking with Cum. No one's actually done that, right? Uh, no, weird people have definitely done that. Like, God. Like, fucking hippie people, like, put poop and stuff in their food to build up <laughs> immunities and shit like that. You know? Oh, my God. Uh, I found a really great um, Facebook post about that. Amazing. I've probably seen it. The yeah, one, it was like... The one about putting poop in the chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen it. You've seen so putting good. poop in the chair. That's that cannot be real. I <laughs> hope to God it isn't. But <laughs> at the same time, I believe it is. I want to believe. I do too. This is I my, do. I like. I, my, I thought about it for a second. I was like, but nah, nah. I do want to believe. My brown X Files. Oh. All right. Where can I find you on the internet, Brit? <laughs> You can find me at Meme Scoop, S-C-U-U-P, where are you, cool. Spencer, Spencer <laughs> Ryan? Spencer Ryan, that's your new last name. You just get my middle name as your last name. All right, that's so fine. Away, Spencer Ryan. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm at New Metal Karate Society on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, I think that's what it stands for. I don't know. Is that, is that like, I wonder... If I become an influencer, do you think I get like graham crackers? You're fired. You can't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I can't. 
I don't have the power. What, what do you? Yeah. What, and also, what are you gonna do? Talk to yourself about Buckethead? Oh man, there's plenty of people doing that on the internet already. I, I'm not gonna stand out. Yeah, you're you're just gonna be fucking Jordan Vine in the mist. Like. <laughs> like whenever I read those comments, I imagine like he is like fully nude and screaming at his computer. Like that is like what like, I think. <laughs> They just let him into the yard for one hour a day, and all he does is post on fucking YouTube about Buckethead. (laughs) He's just this madman who, like, just draws giant murals of Buckethead and his own shit on the walls in the fucking movie bin. (laughs) Yes, yes. That's the energy that he's conveying here. We love to see it. It's real Buckethead fan energy right there, isn't it? Hell yeah. We love that. We want we want buckethead fans that draw buckethead in their own feces. We yeah. want that. We do. It's good. Yeah. It's healthy. Feces. This has been Britain Ryan Straw. And this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Get in Head. A bucket cast. Stay greasy. Bucketheads. Namaste.